Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello, and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers helping them make informed decisions. And this is a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at SeniorCareLive, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can give us a phone call at 1-800-331-6445. All right, so just wanted to give you a quick home care update. What was it, maybe a couple of months ago, I was kind of throwing up the warning that if you want to bring in a home care provider, that's that non-medical in-home assistance, uh, just a a few hours a week, you know, maybe you're, uh, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 to noon, or something like that, right? Or maybe a couple of times a week, or daily for eight hours. So this could really help you extend your stay at home, remain independent at home with some help from a great home care company uh, with that non-medical in-home assistance level of, uh, of support, right? I'm a huge fan of home care, but I warned you that the staffing was so short that if you needed just a little bit of help, you may be out of luck because all of the staffing for the majority of the home care companies, at least that I'm aware of, they were all going towards these 8 to 16 to 24 hour a day uh, uh, clients and they didn't have any extra staffing for some of the smaller cases. And then you remember just a couple of two or three weeks after that, I give another update saying, okay, well, now that's changed abruptly because, no coincidence, (laughs) the very day that that extra unemployment benefit uh, stopped, that remember that extra 300 bucks a week, that unemployment kicker, if you will, that incentive to not go back to work, that's my opinion, uh, the day that stopped, many, many home care companies had their phones just explode, just blow up with all of these former employees wanting to come back and go to work. 
And so I said, okay, maybe that was a little bit of a false alarm or there's just this sudden change in the market where, okay, now they have a ton of people coming back to work. Uh, their little paid vacation was gone <laughs> and, uh, and, and they went back to work. And then crisis solved or averted, however you want to look at that. Well, now we're going back into another crisis. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to just throw out this quick update. Now there's another problem. So even though the state or the federal government has not mandated that these home care companies, I'm talking about the non-medical in-home assistance providers, they're not mandated to have vaccinated staff or employees. But guess what's happening? The market is now requesting that, okay? So now you have a lot of these home care providers and they have enough staff, but somewhere between 20 to maybe 40% of their staff is currently not vaccinated. You have all of these new clients coming on board saying, I will only allow vaccinated staff into my home and boom, now we have another staffing shortage. It's just a different flavor of a shortage, <laughs> right? And I'm, I'm here to tell you that 20 to 40%, they're not getting vaccinated. They've made their mind up. A, they don't want the, they, they're tired of the government telling them that they have to do something. B, they're concerned about the long-term ramifications or the, maybe the lack of long-term study on these things. Uh, or C, you know, they're not going to tell you if they're vaccinated or not because, by the way, oh, HIPAA, HIPAA. I think, do, did HIPAA just go away? I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure HIPAA is like a, a, a real thing, or at least it used to be. I guess it's not anymore. Okay, so to hell with HIPAA, <laughs> right? Your your health is now my business, according to many businesses and companies, and now the federal government. So I guess HIPAA took a took a vacation, or maybe it's just no longer. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm I'm uh, I'm being a little facetious there, but uh, uh, so so the, the point is, I think the vast majority of these people, if they were going to get vaccinated, they they would have already done so, and they ha- and they're not doing it. They're just not going to do it. So now, home care companies can't fill all of these requests of all these people saying, "I need eight hours a day, three times a week, five times a week. I need twenty four hours a day." I know a home care provider the other day, they do a great job. They had to turn down a a 24-hour-a-day new client, and that killed them because that's their bread and butter, right? A a 24-hour-a-day client earns them $15,000 to $20,000 a month. They had to turn it down because they didn't have enough vaccinated staff to fill the shifts and the hours, and they had to give it away to someone else who did have the staff. But then with that 24-hour case, now they're maxed out. So now we're going to have another issue with home care companies and staffing shortages. This is just a different type of a staffing shortage driven by the market saying, don't send anyone into my house who is unvaccinated. So uh, this is getting crazy out there. I just thought I'd, I'd give you another, yet another <laughs> home care uh, market update. And it's uh, 
This is some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen in my entire career in senior care, which has been a really long time. I, I've there are so many things happening I I never thought I would see, and I'm happening in, I'm 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 seeing them happen real time, and um, it it's just it's kind of crazy. It's kind of breathtaking. All right, and then oh, I, I cover this from time to time. And when I'm out in the market, I've been I've worked with so many people over the last couple of weeks. We are busier than ever at Senior Care Consulting. Super busy helping so many families get it right and find the right fit and the best place available for their loved one, custom tailored to their exact needs. It is an awesome awesome service. Our full service placement program. Uh, and, and one shameless plug, if you or your family need help, through that search and selection process when considering moving from your home to an assisted living community to long-term care. You may need memory care. You may need skilled nursing and rehab or all of the above in a continuing care retirement community. You can give us a call at 913-945-2800. At 913-945-2800. We'll meet with you free of charge, free consultation. If you want to move forward, we can help you get it right and we can save you a ton of time doing it provide you a wealth of information about all of the top communities meeting your exact needs. And then at that point, it's fairly simple to make a decision and move forward and spend very little time doing it. So that's what we do. We help families every day. But we've been working with a ton of people, and I have just been bombarded with individuals and families asking the really difficult question, Steve, when, when do we move? When when should we move? We're, we're just we're not we're not sure. We're just not sure. I'll tell you a story. I'm working with the gentleman right now, and he is a hoot. I just love him to pieces. His nickname is Doc, and uh, we'll we'll leave it at that. But uh, he he I I love him to pieces, and uh, uh, and I met with him. Uh, he wanted to get together. He listens to the radio show, and he, we got together about three years ago. And he said I, I'm. I think at some point I'm going to need your services. You know, tell me, tell me about that. Tell me, am I too soon? Am I too far out? Uh, when, when, when do I tell me about your services and then when I will need your services? And at that point, I will call you and retain you for your services. And I said, okay, that's fine. And so we, we talked through everything. And if it's too early, I tell you it's too early. I, I won't. I won't, uh, I, I tell you the truth. I always tell the truth. Uh, always. That's just how I'm wired. And, and I'm thankful for that. But, uh, and I said, Doc, you're, it, you're, we're too soon. We're too soon. He goes, really? Okay, so you're not going to try to sell me a service I don't need? And I'm like, no, sir. I want you to come back when you need it. <laughs> and that's how I operate. He goes, he goes, you're a good man. He said, I'll call you when I feel like I'm a lot closer to needing your help. So a couple of, now that's been about three years ago. So a couple of months ago, he calls, he says, I think I'm getting a lot closer to needing your help. So we talked about it and, uh, and, and we agreed that it was time to do a proactive search on behalf of his wife. And we went out and we looked at the top three senior care communities at that assisted living level of care. We wanted memory care available uh, for, for when, you know, when we may need that later on. And, uh, and he operated in a, in a proactive manner, and he'll probably need to move in the next, within the next 12 months. And, and 
It's likely that it could be a lot sooner than that. Uh, it's just it's kind of a feel for him. But uh, but the bottom line is he doesn't want to get caught flat-footed and have to be reactive in a, in a crisis mode, in a panic mode. So he retained Senior Care Consulting to help him through that search and selection process in a proactive approach. And now he's really, really, really glad he did. He said, I'll sleep a little bit better at night, checking that box. And I know where I'm taking my wife when we need to make that move. So coming up next, I'm going to review when you should consider moving from your home to a senior care community. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Medicare will pay for long-term care. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey.com, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. It's actually a statement. Medicare will pay for long-term care. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And I'm going to break that down a little bit here in just a second. But let me say, I've had all kinds of people over all these years, they had to choose you know, to move their loved one into a long-term care community, also still known as a nursing home, that medical level of care, the highest level of care for the long term. So this isn't a short rehab stay. This is for, uh, for the rest of their life, right, to receive care at that long-term care level. Steve, we have the best Medicare policies that money can buy. So we're covered, right? And then I always have to be the bearer of bad news. Nope. Unfortunately, Medicare does not pay for that. And then the face gets a little bit red and they're like, they're a little confused. They're like, well, so, so how are we supposed to pay for that? <laughs> okay. So, so coming up here in a little while in the program, I'm going to talk about how to pay for long-term care. How's that for a teaser, right? <laughs> so stay tuned for that. But back to that very important question, when should you consider moving from your home to a senior care community? Again, I've been just bombarded with that question by just tons and tons of people. And every time that happens, I just feel the nudge to like, you know, I need to review that again on on the radio program, because if all these people that I'm running into have that have that question, then. Uh, I, I think my listeners, they, they may have that as well. So let's just review that. I'm not going to go super in-depth on this today like I have on some of the other programs. But let me say that this is the most frequently asked question that I have answered since 2002. Steve, when should we move? We don't want to move too soon. 
We don't want to wait too long. We don't want to have an emergency or a crisis. I don't know of anyone who makes their best decisions under the pressure of a crisis. Although I think some of the best work that we do as senior care consulting is in that mode where we have to move, we have to act quickly. Uh, we bend over backwards to help our clients in that, uh, in that emergency or crisis scenario. But it's always better and way more comfortable and definitely preferred if we're not in a crisis and we're, uh, we have a little bit of time to deal with and we're uh, in a, ideally in a proactive situation. So anyway. I would say that sometimes it's it's just very obvious when you need to make that move. Very obvious. But more often than not, it's not so obvious. And that's why you have the question. It's just not really clear. So I like to say that the following things should trigger the conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community. Number one, uh, number one, very clearly, when it's no longer safe to live at home. So we have a safety issue, and, uh, and, and that may be obvious, but uh, some of these are pretty obvious, some of them not so obvious, but one that I hear all the time, leaving the stovetop burners on. And a lot of these have to do with memory loss, memory issues related to uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, maybe had a stroke, and that affected our, our cognitive uh, capabilities, could be memory loss connected with Parkinson's. Or it could be just that, you know, we're getting forgetful, maybe super early stages of dementia, not, you know, undiagnosed, right? But leaving the stovetop burners on, that is so common, it's scary, <laughs> right? So so the, the easy way to fix that is flip the breakers if it's an electric range, turn off the gas if it's a gas stove or range. Very, very easy to disable that. And just take that out of the out of the picture. If if that's even a concern, turn it off, right? And then and then you're good to go. But a lot of times you don't know it's a problem until it's a problem, <laughs> right? And and then and then hopefully it's not too late, and hopefully we don't have a fire and all this stuff. So or someone injured. Uh, the another safety issue again directly related to memory issues, uh, wandering away and can't find your way back home or maybe driving to the store and now you end up in another state uh, and you hear these silver alerts, right? That's a huge one. Uh, Suffering from malnutrition or dehydration. I'm hearing about that more and more and more. Unsanitary living conditions due to neglect or just the inability to care for yourself. Injuries at home, frequent falls, frequent hospitalizations, flying way under the radar, not taking your medications on time or at all, or doubling up on your medications. That That's a major issue. Falling victim to elder financial abuse. All of these things are related to safety concerns at home. Number two. And I would call this a very close number two or maybe even a 1A when the caregiver's health and well-being are in decline. Your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and of course your physical health, uh, you cannot let that go on very long. So if you see your elderly mother caring for your elderly father and your mom is suffering and just being crushed by the stress of being a caregiver you got to step in. You got to do something about that. Because guess what's going to happen? In that in that example, your mom's putting her needs on the back burner. I talked about caring for the caregiver last week. You got to take care of yourself so that you can care for others. 
right? That just makes sense, but it's really hard to do when you're in the heat of the moment and you're pouring yourself into caring for this person you love so much, but you're skipping your own doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and you're backing out of social events and meeting uh, with uh, with uh, the ladies or, or the guys for the book club and the donut, uh, the, the the coffee club and, and you're not going to church and, and you're withdrawing and you're just being crushed by all of this. And stress is a very powerful force. And unfortunately, I've seen many, many caregivers pass away before the person they're caring for. You cannot allow that to happen. Don't let it go on any longer. If you see that a caregiver's health and well-being are in decline, you got to step in. You got to do something about that. Uh, uh, number three, when the cost of in-home care becomes too expensive, I'm a, I already said it. I'm a huge fan of home care, uh, but if if you need a little bit of home care, wow, it can it can help you stay home for months or years to come. And remain independent at home, which most people would prefer if possible, right? But if it if it escalates to the point of twenty four hour care, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month, uh, I don't know a whole lot of people who can afford that for very long. If you can, that's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Most people can't afford that for a real long period of time. So when the it may be just a financially driven decision to consider moving to a senior care community. And last but not least. If the care that you provide is not enough, why not consider changing your role from that caregiver, that hands-on care provider, to a care manager? Meaning, to, you can either do this on your own or with assistance from Senior Care Consulting. Let's go out and let's find a great care community that can provide that hands-on care. And then your role changes to the care manager, the care advocate, and you'll eventually return to the role of the loving son or daughter or spouse, or in my case, the grandson. So uh, that hopefully will help you understand when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. I'll have a whole lot more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out the podcasts of all of the recent episodes of this program. Again, at SeniorCareLive.com. Or uh, you can pretty much find Senior Care Live at all of the major podcasting platforms. So just do a search and boom, you'll find it and check it out that way. We have a lot of people, thousands of people listen, listen to this program on the radio, uh, on their, on their local radio station. Uh, Sometimes if they're out of town, there are also people all over the country that can't get this on their local radio signal. So they stream it at seniorcarelive.com, stream it to their electronic device. And then a lot of people they may be tied up. They may be working, uh, et cetera, et cetera. They will just listen to the podcast. So anyway about it, I appreciate you tuning in uh, as always. Definitely appreciate that. Okay. So uh, again, 
if I'm experiencing something in the marketplace, I, I always feel kind of prompted or, or that nudge to share that with you. And I'm getting a lot of calls here uh, over the past few months here of people wanting to move from their home to one of these all-of-the-above communities. And that's called a continuing care retirement community. Well, Steve, what is a continuing care retirement community? Well, first of all, let me just throw out the abbreviation. A lot easier to say, a CCRC, Continuing Care Retirement Community. So that's all of the above. So these places are either very large buildings where everything is literally under one roof, or it could be a campus style of a setting where you have uh, you know one level in this building and then down the road or across the lawn, you have another building with that level of care. And there's kind of split up in a campus kind of a, an arrangement. So a CCRC would include independent living, And independent living is an apartment or a villa. Most of the inventory in our listening area here uh, would would be apartments. And most of these places, they're pretty nice apartments. And some of them are spectacular apartments. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But but they're they're all pretty nice places. And you have, uh, they make one or two meals per day. They take care of all the maintenance and everything. There's socialization opportunities, some transportation to and from. So, so that's that's wanting to downsize and just kind of let your hair down. You don't have to worry about cooking too much. You don't have to worry about, you know, the the range blowing up. They'll they'll come in and, and fix that or, or repair it, replace it, etc. Uh, you don't have to worry about paying taxes and utilities and, and all that stuff. It's very nice. And then. If you need or when you need a little more help than that, you can transition within that CCRC to the assisted living level of care. And that's where they help you with your activities of daily living. And they distribute your medicine and they make all of your meals for you at that point. There's a tremendous amount of support there. Socialization opportunities. Doctors come into the building, et cetera, et cetera. That's a wonderful level of care. And then if you need more help than that, and it becomes more of a medical need or a medical situation, then you can transition within that CCRC to that long-term care level of care, where, and some people refer to that as a nursing home, but it's it's long-term care, where you can receive care at the long-term care level and never change your address or never have to go from one organization to another. So the whole point of a continuing care retirement community is to move in and then age in place and move through that continuum to a higher level of care and a higher level of care. And they've got you. And there's a tremendous peace of mind when you're doing that. So I'm working with more and more couples who are wanting to move into these places. And then here recently, I've had several financial advisors, and gosh, I really appreciate their trust in these referrals, uh, but several financial advisors have uh, have had meetings with their clients, and a couple of them recently, they were two widowers. They had lost their wife, and they want to move out of the, the large house that they don't need any longer, and they want to move into a CCRC. 
And they said, hey, we're, we're thinking about writing a check for $450,000 of an entrance fee at this one place. And uh, yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm thinking about moving over there. And they're like, stop, time out, time out. They said, that's a lot of money. May I strongly recommend that you contact Steve Keeker with Senior Care Consulting so that he can help you explore the market, check out all of your options, the best options, become very informed on all of the top places, and then move forward and write your check. Please do that. There are a lot of these places. Some of them are very, very different from others. And he can help you sort through that. And then your choice may or may not be that place that you're going to write a $450,000 check to. And, and that's fine. But but you may not have to do that. You may, you may move somewhere else. Just with that big of a decision and that large of an investment, I would get some professional help walking you through that. Uh, I would strongly recommend calling Steve Keeker. And they did. And I'm working, I'm engaging with these folks and we're going through our whole search and selection process. And a lot of these folks are pretty surprised at how many options are available and then how different some of these options are. So many have that entrance fee that's that upfront fee. And it could be anywhere from 150, 180,000 to about five, six hundred thousand dollars. And most of these contracts are 90% refundable, meaning if you should choose to leave and go somewhere else, or if you should die, either way, 90% of that, let's just say 300000 okay? 90% of that big check up front goes back to you if you should move or your estate if you should pass away. And then usually they're tied to some discounts in independent living, assisted living, and long-term care, you usually end up making your 10% back and maybe actually even way more than that with some of these places. Okay, it gets really uh, complicated. Uh, But some of them have a very nice uh, medical level discount that total, you know, two or three times what that 10% is. So you might make out pretty well with this. Some of them amortize... And and, and listen to this, some of them amortize that fee over 50 months. Well, what does that mean? So let's say you write that $300,000 check. What what, what does that mean? 2% per month is removed from that $300,000 and it goes to the community and it is non-refundable. So that means that in 50 months, there is no refund, zero refund. Like, whoa, I, that 90% contract sounds better, doesn't it, Steve? Well, I, maybe, maybe not. Here's what you get with that 50-month amortized contract. Let's say you move into independent living, and that costs $4,000 per month. Well, what that gets you is you are your price is locked in for life at $4,000. So now, several years from now, when you move to assisted living, and that would normally cost $7,000 per month, you're only paying $4,000 per month, which means that level of care is discounted by $3,000, and that can add up. Okay, and then the big hit 
the big discount comes when you have to move to long-term care. You're locked in at $4,000. What if you move to long-term care and that's normally $10,000? Well, now your discount is, what, $6,000, right? And so over time, that really adds up. Now, here's my problem with that. If you're 89 and your life expectancy is shorter than it was when you were 69, obviously, okay, you have some health issues, it's highly unlikely that you're going to get that benefit from that longevity and that discount, okay? You're just doing some simple math. But if you're 69 years old and in excellent health and you just want to downsize and move in and have that peace of mind, knowing that you can age in place and you're not worried about this 50-month amortization schedule because you're going to live there for life and you're probably going to make that money back because you're relatively younger. And according to you know all of the statistics, you have many years of life ahead of you, okay? Now that situation, that looks different, doesn't it? So in that 50-month amortization schedule, that might look a lot better. So I have clients who, we work through all of this. We talk through all of it. Some of them have 80% returned. Some of them 70 or 60 or 50. Most of them are 90% or that 50-month amortization fee. So here's the bottom line. If you are a single person, you find yourself a widow or a widower, and you're tired of rolling around your 3,000, 4,000 square foot home, and you're wanting to downsize and have that security where you can age in place, a continuing care retirement community may be for you. If you're a couple wanting to downsize, and maybe one spouse has some uh, some predictable health issues that are going to need some care in the near future, and you're kind of stressed out about that, and you want to be in a place that can take care of that, both of you at different levels of care, a CCRC may be for you. And if you need help working through all of that and finding the right one, again, give me a call at Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800, and we can help for sure. And I'll be back with more information coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so one of the core categories of this program is to talk about how to pay for the high cost of senior care. And from time to time, we roll through a lot of these different categories and some of the subcategories. And uh, in this one, so how to pay for care, you have private pay, and I'll, I'll just explain that briefly here in a second. There's not much to it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty straightforward and self-explanatory. Uh, uh, on the Medicare, on the Medicare coverage, how to pay for long-term care, the Senior Care Live question of the week said that Medicare does not pay for long-term care, and it does not. But it gets a lot more complicated than that because it does pay for skilled nursing and rehab in certain circumstances. 
which happens to be in a long-term care community, and I think that's where all the confusion comes from. But uh, let me say this, that I will have uh, an expert and maybe a couple of uh, different experts on the program uh, as we are currently in that Medicare open enrollment period, which goes from, well, we're already in it (laughs) through December the 7th. Do not wait until the last second. Don't be that person, okay? Don't do that. If you if you want to explore your options or have a review of your coverage and maybe make some changes, get on that right now and don't don't put it off because everybody else is going to put it off. And then if you put it off and you're going to try to get in to see your advisor and and then they're not going to have time for you because they're going to be completely booked. I know people who work until eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night and, and the weekends and everything else. It is all out because... All kinds of people wait too long. Don't do that, right? Just get on that right now. But I'll have uh, an expert or two on the show, and we can talk about that and really break that down. And then there's also the VA aid and attendance benefit, which is a fantastic benefit, a little-known benefit, frankly. I think most people are not aware of it. I will have a veteran service officer on this program coming up here Oh, in the next uh, few weeks to talk about that. We'll break that one down. And then Medicaid, uh, I will leave that to another. I may do a whole show on on Medicaid. Yeah, that gets really complicated. Lots of ins and outs on that. So let's, let's talk about private pay and long-term care insurance. So again, private pay, you're using your own resources. You're writing a check and you're paying for your own care, whether that's home care uh, at you know, somewhere between $22, $24, maybe upwards of about $30 an hour. With you paying that out of pocket, you're writing a check, uh, you're using a, a credit card, you're using cash. The, the point is you're using your own resources. Maybe you're paying for independent living or assisted living or long-term care. You're going to be paying, you know, $4,000, to $13,000 a month out of pocket with your own resources. So that is private pay. So what is long-term care insurance? Uh, most people don't have it. Only, depending on the study, 5 to 7% of people have it. Okay? Uh, and again, according to the study about uh, which study, and they're, they're somewhere between 70 to 75% of us will require and will pay for long-term care in our lifetime. Right, so let's say seventy-five percent of us will need it, but five, six, seven percent of it have long-term care insurance. If you don't have long-term care insurance, guess where it's coming from? Out of pocket. Yeah, and it gets uh, super expensive. So, a lot of people ask me, Steve, is that long-term care insurance? I don't know. Is that really worth it? And I, I say, uh, yeah. At this point, with the rates that are skyrocketing at these places, going up just exponentially. It's no longer an option. I think you got to have it, period. Okay, so these policies, they used to be nursing home policies back in the day. There's nothing too glamorous or sexy about that one, right? Oh, here, let me spend all this money on a nursing home policy. Uh, No, thanks, right? So the policies today are very flexible. Obviously, they do pay for long-term care, but they also pay for home care and adult daycare and assisted living. So uh, much, much more user-friendly where you could actually use these things and get your benefit out of it. So there's something called, and this, all these things affect your, your premium, okay? And you can move these 
some of these around to lower or or increase your premium. So uh, something called an elimination period. I, I don't know why it's called that. That's a, it's a deductible, <laughs> right? So ninety days is pretty normal. You may have, uh, and, and so that what that means, a 90, per, 90 day elimination period means that you pay for the first 90 days, let's say in assisted living, okay? On day 91, this policy starts to pay out. That's what that means. So if you have a 60 day elimination period, that means that you pay less and the policy pays more. That means your premium goes up. That makes sense? If you have a 30-day elimination period, you just pay for the first 30 days and then the policy kicks in. So you pay even less, they pay even more, the premium goes up a little bit, okay? If you want to get the premium down, you might kick it out to 180 days elimination period. Although it's going to cost you a ton up front, it'll lower your premium, okay? Uh, Number two, your daily benefit, I recommend a minimum minimum of $200 a day. And with all of these rates going up, I mean, it's just getting crazy out there. Uh, now, I think I'm going to officially recommend a $250 per day benefit, meaning when this policy kicks in and actually is activated and starts pouring out that daily benefit, it's going to pour out $250 a day or $7,500 a month. And that's going to get you pretty much into any assisted living community that you want. And it's going to pay for the majority of a shared room and a long-term care community. Okay, so that that's where I'm getting that. Uh, if you have a lower daily benefit, that lowers your premium. That's obvious. If you have a higher daily benefit, that $300, $350 a day, the premium goes up. Okay, so you can see how if you meet with a great long-term care insurance broker who can help you walk through all of these and they can start to adjust some of these variables to get you to a premium that you want, okay, to work that out within your budget. But make sure that you're paying for a policy that's going to be beneficial. Don't get one that says, oh, I want $50 a day benefit. Well, if you can't pay the difference between $50 a day and $250 a day for an assisted living facility, you just wasted your money. Do not waste your money. Get a benefit that's actually going to be a benefit and actually pay for the amount of the care that you need. Okay, and then a five-year term is just the average odds according to all of the studies The average length of stay in assisted living is just under two and a half years. 59% of those residents will require an increase to the level of care, that long-term care level of care, where the average length of stay is just under two and a half years. So there's your five-year average. If you buy a three-year term, the premium goes down. If you buy a seven-year term, the premium goes up. You see how that works. And then I won't get into this. Uh, I'll have to have a long-term care insurance expert on here. But listen, in in my opinion, this is not negotiable. You got to have a 5% inflation rider, meaning that coverage, that daily benefit inches up 5% per year, period. That's not negotiable because 20 years from now, it's going to pay for half the cost that it does today. Okay, so you got to have that, and it has to be a state partnership plan, and I definitely don't have time to unpack that one today, but just trust me, you'll thank me later. Tell your insurance broker that your long-term care insurance policy must have or must be a state 
partnership plan. Okay. And, and again, you'll thank me later for that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was a lot of fun. I hope you got a lot out of today's program. And again, I appreciate you being here. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.